Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast. Sorry we have been uh, a little busy over the last week, uh, to say the least, as uh, Wiz and I have conducted a number of drafts, including wrapping it up last night uh, with our final draft. Yes, we do one draft after the season starts, but uh, we seem to be able to figure figure out a way. And uh, we are on the eve of the beginning of the first full Sunday of NFL football. Wiz, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. A lot of drafts started last Wednesday. Um, so kind of like nine days in a row of, of drafts with maybe a, a day or two uh, break and uh, culmination yesterday. They include the Thursday night game and uh, <clears throat> we took a chance on Travis Kelsey in the third round. Um, and obviously he would be a first round pick if he played, but uh, we, we took him in the third round and uh, hopefully he'll be back out there week two for us. Yeah, and, uh, and, and look, this is... <sighs> You know, you and I have been doing this a very, very long time uh, in terms of drafts and stuff like that. And I don't think we take lightly uh, the opportunity to gather with friends. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, these days, as we as we get a little older, you know, the, the sometimes uh, groups change in dynamics, which is which is definitely the unfortunate part. But the great part about football is it does bring people together. We have guys that we know uh, that come up here for a week, 10 days. They're camping out. They're on eating tours when they're not drafting. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a spectacle. It's a season. We have a lot of fun with it, a lot of laughs. Um, and that's kind of what we've been going through over the course of the last week was. Yeah, I mean, we, the first draft was, um, you know, like 10 days ago, the Wednesday before this past one. And uh it was pandemonium. We have a few guys in our league who were making the trip in from Florida, um, and uh, they they were having issues. They had to get all all kinds of stuff going on with their flights. They made it in. Unfortunately, we had a guy that was going to be in the league who had 102 fever. He couldn't be there, so we had to have somebody else be on the phone with him. And then um, we had to have uh, our emergency auctioneer, uh, Dave DiBartolo, um, did us a big favor. The last, literally the last minute, he agreed to be the auctioneer, and uh, he did a, a terrific job moving along. He he enjoyed it. He was having fun along the way, and I have to say, he took it seriously. Um, and he did a terrific job, and uh, I'm hoping, hoping that we could sign him to a, a few-year uh, contract as far as auction year. But he uh, he did a great job for us, and he really bailed us out because uh, when it's self-auctioneering in our league, that means me and you splitting it. And um, it takes away from really the draft when you have to draft and kind of be the auctioneer in the draft as well. Yeah, no question a yeoman's effort. I was, I was very impressed, and he definitely moved it along. It's not an easy group. We got one guy on the phone who can't hear a thing in person, let alone when he's on the phone with another another individual. Uh, so, you know, the dynamics are hard. We were dealing with heat. We were he- dealing with bees. Uh, we were dealing with crowds of people that we didn't anticipate, uh, but we, we, we muddled through. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs. Uh, hopefully, at the end of the day, our teams produce. Uh, but, yeah, he did a great job. And, uh, yeah, you might want to think about uh, signing him up for a multiple-year contract. Yeah, I did text him the next day and thanked him. And uh, <clears throat> we'll see how that goes. But, uh, once again, really appreciate uh, him doing that for us at the last minute. So uh, let's get into the podcast day. We have some picks for games tomorrow and I have uh, both of us uh, have some bold predictions for the year so uh, why don't we start off with the bold predictions I have five 
that I like. How many do you have? I'm looking here right now. One, two, three, four. Yeah, like a half a dozen. So yeah, kind of, kind of in the same ballpark. Okay, so since you have maybe one extra, why don't you start off with one of yours first? Yeah. So I, I did something that I typically don't do, and I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that you know I own this player in a keeper league. Uh, we got to see him on display during uh, Hard Knocks with the Jets, which was which was an entertaining set of uh, episodes. Uh, and, and and apropos, given Aaron Rodgers moving over, but. Typically, I try to. I'm in multiple leagues, and typically, I try to diversify my quote-unquote investments. Uh, this year, I kind of didn't do that with one particular player. I, I I think I own him in over half the leagues I'm in, uh, and that's Garrett Wilson, uh, who I typically maybe would have in a couple of leagues, but I think I own him in four or five. Uh, I think I'm in eight. Uh, I think Garrett Wilson is going to be the leading wide receiver in fantasy this year. Was um, that, that's that's my prediction. I, I look at what he did last year with three different quarterbacks: Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and Mike White, and he was able to put together a thousand-yard season. Uh, th- this is a gifted player. I, I think he's early on got the chemistry with, with Aaron Rodgers. We're, we're going to find out uh, certainly pretty quickly when they match up against their division rivals, the Bills. Uh, but I see Garrett Wilson being the number one receiver in fantasy for this year, Wiz. We had a chance to take him. Uh, why'd you tell us to take, uh, why'd you suggest Travis Kelsey when I wanted to take Garrett Wilson? I could not pass on Kelsey in round three. I ju- we just could not do that. Now, granted, right. Wiz, th- th- that was a super flex league, right? It's a super flex league, so quarterback league, but Travis Kelsey still should not last that far into the draft, and I just felt... We, right. Well, we had the choice between Kelsey and Wilson, and uh, you were, I said to you, you're 100% sure about Kelsey? Yeah. I said, yeah, so hopefully he'll be Platt, uh, playing as, uh, playing for us in week two. So, all right, that's that's one. I, I have, um, here's, here's one of mine. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be the number one pass catcher on the San Francisco 49ers in terms of fantasy points. Uh, I think he will be better and have more fantasy points than either Kittle or Debo Samuel. Um, I just think this player is, is, is really ready to take a next step up. And uh, He had really underrated stats from last year, good numbers across the board, and I think he's going to uh, you know, you know, leap really expand on that, if you will, and take another leap. So I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be the number one fantasy player in terms of pass catches on the San Francisco 49ers this year. Uh, you know what's crazy, Wiz? Um, we don't talk about these things. So I, I have uh, a two season-long prop bets that are kind of mixed into this thing. And one of my season-long prop bets, and I don't know if you've looked at this yet, but Brandon Ayuk yardage is 750 and a half, 750 and a half yards over under, and I'm taking the over there. Yeah, I think that one looks good. All right, what do you um I really like that one. Uh, what's one of yours for next? So, you you and I kind of talked about this player a little bit off and on. Uh I it's another player that I have high ownership of, but I believe by time the year is over that James Cook will be a he's not ranked that way in drafts going into it, but James Cook will be a top 15 fantasy football running back for the 2023 season. All right. Very 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 good. Um next one to me is um your top 12 fantasy quarterback. Sorry, I, I, I lost you there. Can you say that again? Yeah, I think Sam Howell will be a top 12 oh. fantasy quarterback. Uh, I, you know, 
That last game uh, of the season, he played against the Dallas Cowboys. He looked good. Uh, Eric Bieniemy has moved in as an offensive coordinator. We get rid of Riz- Riverboat, Riverboat Ron's influence on this offense. Uh, I think Sam Howell is mobile. I think he's got weapons around him. I think he's got a secret weapon that uh, we'll start to see early in the season. I think we'll see a little bit of a player by the name of Cole Turner who will be playing a little bit of tight end uh, for the Washington Commanders. Uh, I-, I like this offense. I like the pass catchers. I think Antonio Gibson will be doing that out of the backfield. But Sam Sam Howell is mobile, and I am looking forward to watching him this season. So I, yeah. uh, I'm not going to disagree with you, Wiz. Yeah, he's ranked somewhere probably 20th, and I think he'll be inside the top 12 this year. So why don't you go to the next one? So, yeah, it leads into the, uh, an, a, uh, an, an NFC East prediction, and that is the Dallas Cowboys will come in last place in the NFC East this year, Wiz. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's a that's a bold one because I think I have them winning the, uh, okay. the NFCs. Well, what's the what's the reason behind that? Uh, look, they do you realize every single member of their coaching staff is gone from last year except Mike McCarthy. I think the Trey Lance stuff has more than meets the eye to it, despite the way it's been sold. Uh, Dak Prescott is coming off an extremely uneven uh, past season. Uh, obviously, they're making a transition in the backfield. Uh, a player I do love is Tony Pollard, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott's not there. I don't think this offensive line is up to snuff as it has been in the past. And for those reasons, Wiz, I know this is a very solid defense, however, uh, but I just think there's going to be a lot of inconsistency on offense. I don't have a lot of ownership aside from a sp- I don't own CeeDee Lamb in any league. I don't own Doc Prescott in any league. I have Pollard in one league. Uh, I'm concerned about the Cowboys, and uh, that's you know the, the fact that you've had this heavy turnover on the coaching staff. I just don't trust what I'm watching. I think we might be trusting. Uh, me, I think we may be watching Mike McCarthy's last season as Cowboys head coach. Interesting. Well, if they finish in last place, they certainly it certainly will be his last year as head coach. Next one for me is I believe Dalton Kincaid is going to threaten. Mike Dicker's all-time record for receiving yards at tight end. Um, you know, you know, rookies, especially at tight end, uh, twice has been done. Dicker, Kyle Pitts. Um, I think Dalton Kincaid is going to end up being the second most prolific pass catcher behind Diggs on the Bills this year. Um, I'm just not a big fan of um, of Gabriel Davis. Um, and I just think he brings a different element to the game. So I like Dalton Kincaid as a rookie tight end, 1,000 receiving yards. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, again, we don't talk beforehand, but I'm, I, I, he's part of a try call of mine, and that is Kincaid, Laporta, Musgrave, all top 15 fantasy tight ends 2023. Yeah, I could definitely see that one. You could already see Laporta is going to be um, – an important part of the of the Lions offense with what they want to do for certain. Alrighty, uh, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is Wiz, and uh, I, this is going to please a lot of people uh, that we know uh, who are Steelers fans, but the Pittsburgh Steelers win the AFC North. That's a good one. I think they're either, they may be the longest shot on the board or the third. Um, last time I checked, I think they were the longest shot on the board to win the division. Um, now, do you, you you like these young receivers? You like I know uh, uh, their defense is pretty strong as well. But I know you're you're a real big fan of Pickens. So uh, is that part of the reason? What's the reason that you like them? I think they're young talent. When you look at Pickens, Jalen Warren, 
and Pat Fryermuth, right? And then you add Darnell Washington as a dimension around the goal line. Uh, Deontay Johnson obviously has done what he has done in the past. Allen Robinson's been brought in. I don't think you could sleep on a player like Calvin Austin. I've been extremely critical of Matt Canada, who was the offensive coordinator here. I think he had very tight uh, gloves on Kenny Pickett last year, but Kenny Pickett looked marvelous in the preseason. And I know it's just preseason, but all those factors, obviously T.J. Watt needs to stay healthy, but I think they have some young defenders uh, that are going to make a difference as well. So those are the, all the reasons, Wiz, why I see the Pittsburgh Steelers making some noise in the AFC North this year. No, I have two more. I, I think the Super Bowl winner is going to come from the AFC East this year. Uh, in order of how I prefer them, I think it's Miami, Buffalo, and the Jets. But um, I don't – Kansas City, I mean, even even though they had that loss this past Thursday and the Bengals, everyone, you know, is kind of consensus. And Lamar Jackson and the Ravens as well. But I like those three teams. I especially like Miami. Um, they'll have Jalen Ramsey for the second half of the year. Uh, Vic Fangio is a terrific defensive coordinator. That's his specialty. Um, and the Dolphins offense really has so many weapons. Um, I think Buffalo's window is open with the Jets defense, with Rodgers. They're certainly going to be uh, a contender as well. So I think the Super Bowl winner will be either Miami, the Jets, or the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's an interesting one, especially, you know, look, uh, no Kelsey, no Chris Jones. Kansas City definitely looked like a little bit of a different team the other night. Uh, how things play out over, over the course of the season, uh, you know, obviously it's going to have a lot to do with both those players being part of it. But, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the AFC and the a- a- AFC East in particular, and uh, it's a really top, 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 top division in the NFL this year. Alrighty, how many more? I have one more. How many more do you have left? I have one more, Wiz, and I, I, Mike Evans is going to be a Kansas City Chief uh, by the trading deadline this year. Wow, that's a bold one. That is definitely a bold one. Yep. So that's that's my yeah, last I mean, one. The, yeah, they could. The, the, Mike Evans gave them a deadline when the new contract was done. It wasn't met. So uh, he's certainly going to be playing for another team next year, and he very well could be playing for another team uh, in the latter part of this year. Um, there's no reason if Tampa Bay is not doing well that they wouldn't seek out a trade. And I have one more. I, th- <clears throat> I think without Kareem Hunt being in the mix to take away carries, I think it's all systems go for Nick Chubb. And I think Nick Chubb is going to have 2,000 yards rushing. And that's a darn shame because I was unable to draft him in any leagues this year. But I have to still go with my instincts and my wagers. So I'm going to go Nick Chubb, 2,000 yards rushing this year. Wow. <laughs> I just, I'm just bringing up DraftKings on this right now because, you know, it's funny. You and I were hoping last night that we had an opportunity to draft him. And before we did take Kelsey, Chubb was taken ahead of us. Uh, we, we were entertaining that player. But I, I agree with you. It's also sickening to me. Uh, I don't own him in any league either, and it's kind of disturbing to me. Yeah, it really is. And I, I think the best bet at this point is I think you get, if you shop around a little bit, you could get 5-1 to one that he leads the NFL in rushing. And the only thing that is going to defeat that bet if you make it is an injury. Like if Nick Chubb plays 16 games this year, he is going to lead the NFL in rushing. Um, 
he is the best after-contact runner in the NFL, maybe with the exception of Derrick Henry. The difference between Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry is Nick Chubb has an elite offensive line, while the Titans' offensive line is average at best. Um, I just feel he, he's going to be on the field in some of those carries that he lost out to Kareem Hunt. Um, he's going to get, and uh, he he's just, I think, the best running back in football in terms of rushing the ball. And uh, I think if Cleveland are in a lot of game scripts where they have a lead in the second half, you're just going to see a big dosage of Nick Chubb. So I'm going to predict 2,000 yards for uh, Nick Chubb this year. You know, it's funny. Was I saw a lot of comparisons to how Chubb played when Watson came back last year versus when uh, Jacoby Brissett was playing quarterback. I just don't. I just don't think it was fair. Uh, I don't think it's a fair analysis, especially given all the rust on on Watson. And obviously, he gets a full preseason to kind of work with his team and chemistry built and all that sort of stuff. So I don't buy it. Like I said, I, I'm sickened by the fact that I don't own this player in any league. I may have to attempt to trade for him in some league, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm all with you there. Uh, just by the way, rushing yards, Nick Chubb on DraftKings is twelve twenty five. Wiz. righty. So obviously, I like that one. Um, let's get to the plays for tomorrow. I just have a couple. I'll give um, I'll give out the couple ones that so I have. So let me, let, let, let me ask you one question. Do you have, uh, I know it's the first week, you know, typically we do kind of draft kings and rankings, players we like and we don't. Are we kind of laying off that for this week and then we'll kind of get... Yeah, I just want to, I just want to see one week of... Uh, of, of yeah, I, I, same way. I didn't, I, I didn't do anything either. I just want to kind of confer with you because I, I, we do think, I think we both agree, like we, you want to take the first week to kind of do a little due diligence see lay of the land watch the games all that sort of stuff so I'm, I'm with you I'm, I'm waiting a week before we kind of get into the rankings part of this Wiz yeah and I'm going to go with um, the first game that I love is the Ravens and Texans over 43 and a half uh, I know there was some maybe bad weather looking like it, but it looks like that's kind of cleared up and the weather will be okay but I, I think I think the Texans are going to score points in this game um, and I think Baltimore with that offense is going to, you know, with, with a lot of weapons this year, I just feel this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think there's going to be close to 50 points in this game. So for me, um, my best game of the day tomorrow is Ravens-Texans over 43-and-a-half. Okay, that's very good. Uh, is that your only game that you're doing this week? Uh, yeah, that's going to be the only game I do. I also kind of like the Dolphins plus the three points, but I'm, I'm, I'm just – not sure about it. I just want to see Tua in week one and see what that operation looks like. So the game that I'm going to play tomorrow is over Ravens and Texans 43 and a half. And I do believe the uh, Texans, uh, it's not going to be the type of game where the Ravens are going to have to score 35, 38 points for that, the game, for that game to go over. I think the Texans are going to be able to score points. So that's my player of the day. I know you have something that you absolutely love tomorrow. Yeah, I have a prop bet that I absolutely love. But on the game side, since we're doing games first, I have two games that I'm looking at. One, uh, it's a team that I've bet on uh, winning winning games in the 2023 season. That The line originally started 8.5. It's moved to 9.5, and, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. I think they win that division going away. Uh, not going away, just pardon me, but I think they do win the division. I, I think they actually end up being the top team in that division. I think that's an improved, de- that's an improved 
defense this year. I think uh, Njigba adds a dimension on that offense. Geno Smith will continue to build upon his uh, breakthrough season last year. Uh, so I see Seattle winning that division, and they're going to start it off uh, by walloping the Rams, who, who, who have a lot of problems. Uh, but laying five points at home, tough place to play. Uh, t- give me Seattle laying five points. I've talked about the Steelers a lot in this podcast already. Uh, I would say a lot of money was probably be leaning on, on San Francisco going into Pittsburgh, despite the fact that that's the case. But only two and a half points they're getting. Uh, they're laying, excuse me, but I'm going to take the Steelers to win that football game uh, to open up the season in rousing fashion. Uh, getting two and a half points against the San Francisco 49ers. All right. And what's your, um, what is uh, your, uh, your prop that you absolutely love? Okay. The prop that I absolutely love, you talked about the Miami-Seattle game. I watched two preseason games. This player was involved. The fact that the offensive game plan of the Miami Dolphins, I'm not sure what it's going to look like in the backfield because – you kind of have a, a Salvin Ahmed is back there. Devin Chain is a little nicked up. I'm not sure what they're going to do in, in his first game, and obviously Moster is there. But I'm sorry. We've talked about this player a lot. It's a player I love, but Brian Berrios is going to be out there in the slot many times on the field for the Miami Dolphins. I think this is going to be a high-scoring football game. How in the world the line is only 10.5 yards over under for Brian Berrios, I have no idea. I've watched him in two preseason games. He went over that total in both of the preseasons that I watched. Brian Berrios, over 10.5 yards receiving, my two-unit play to start the season on props. You love that, Braxton Berrios. You, you love that player. I do. I you do. love him. Uh, and, right. and I have two other prop bets that I really like. I think this is a player that is going to make noise and is going to be a favorite on waiver wires. I already got nicked in one league for the player uh, the, uh, in in one of my other leagues, but uh, Puka Nakoa uh, with uh, uh, with uh, Cooper Cup out for the Rams uh, is going to be on the field quite a bit at, at receiver. Uh, he had a good preseason. Uh, BYU receiver, big guy. Uh, two and a half receptions over under. I'm going over for Puka Nakua in his first NFL game. And a player that you and I both like, I think um, there's a good chance that this team will be playing from behind. Uh, I think this running back is going to be on the field probably two-thirds of the time for for the New England Patriots. And that's Ramondre Stevenson over under for his receiving yards against the, 40, against, against the Eagles is 17 and a half. I'm taking the over for Ramondre Stevenson receiving yards in the first game of the season was. All right, you're coming out swinging. There's no uh, there's no doubt about it. You absolutely love stuff. Um, and we'll see how it plays plays out. Um, are you concerned with the Stevenson thing? Like there's some sort of illness? or uh, that, If it's an ill... I mean, last I checked, it was questionable. We always know that the Patriots are very evasive about their list. But if it was an injury, I'd worry more. Uh, but illness, I'm less worried about it. Uh, probably just being a little bit conservative with the player. So I'm going to say, no, I'm not worried about it. All righty. Good stuff. All righty. Um, we'll see what takes place, and uh, tomorrow it all uh, kicks off, week one of the NFL season. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot. Uh, I Like I said, I think it's important to kind of get a lay of the land in week one, and then uh, we'll, we'll be a little bit different in terms of formatting our podcast uh, w- once we get a little bit uh, more knowledge about how we feel things are moving along. Yep, Absolutely. All right. Great job, Wiz. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Make sure you're subscribing. All season long, we'll be doing this. Uh, It's exciting that we're finally here. 2023 NFL season begins in earnest tomorrow. So, Wiz, have a great night. See you tomorrow, and uh, be well. You got it.